welcome to the Real Time Roots podcast. I'm your host, Chris DL, and this is my co-host, Sarah. Hello, everyone. At Joy Believe, we help you grow your own food and remedies so that you can make health and wellness for your family naturally. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, and that is pine needles and the forest and many other things about pine. My favorite part of this time of year is not the presents. It's not the Christmas music, although I do love that. It isn't even the cookies, the cheesecake, the turkey with stuffing, or the gathering of family and friends around the common table. Even though these things are extra special when you have grandchildren like I do. But my favorite part of the holidays is the wafting scent of pine, spruce, fir, the fir needle fragrance that fills our homes. And I love walking into the house after being outside and getting tickled by the fresh evergreen scents mingled with oranges and peppermint that trigger all those other happiness moments of Christmas past. So last December in our Herb of the Month Club, our members studied pine. We discovered some astounding things about pine. Who knew there were so many benefits in the Christmas tree? Though, unless you have a certified organic Christmas tree, you would not want to use your Christmas tree for herbal remedies. So, pine needle is actually being recommended right now online by many of the natural doctors to detox from the spike protein. Now, that's astounding because pine needles are growing all around us. And there's a couple of reasons why pine, and also when we're talking about pine, we're talking about the pine family or the pinus family. So that includes spruce and fir and all the different varieties of pine. Um, But let's talk, Sarah, a little bit about pine needles. And when we talk about pine needles, we're also talking about spruce. We're also talking about fir. Well, you may remember pine needle tea from studying about the pioneers and early explorers in North America and how they used pine needle tea to prevent scurvy during the winter. Because pine needles are a significant source of vitamin C, vitamin A, and healthy flavonoids. And these help make pine needles into a very nourishing tonic drink that is warming and healthy for winter. It's also a great mood booster when you make it too. And it tastes great. Like, there there really is nothing that's similar. It's like not like normal, like green tea or black tea. It has its own flavor. You do have to sort of get over drinking a pine tree, though. Yes, and, and it's a little bit of honey will improve the flavor as well. Or honey and lemon. So when we talk flavonoids, we're talking about antioxidants, things that help our body deal with um, the oxidation that comes from aging or from toxins in our environment or, you know, not enough sleep or those kinds of things. It's also anti-inflammatory. So it reduces some of the inflammation that happens in our body. And a lot of the disease processes in the, our body are because of inflammation. There are quite a few studies that show that pine needles are antiviral and they have a little bit of anticoagulant actions as well. And they're great for cold and flu season because they offer respiratory support. And you can forge them at any time since evergreens are, well, evergreen. You just want to make sure that when you're foraging that your trees haven't been sprayed. You want to make sure that you're in a like a natural forest, not really a Christmas tree farm because Christmas tree farms 
tend to have a lot of spraying with insecticides and herbicides. So pine needles also are anti-congestive. They're immune supporting and they're also, they contain shikimic acid. So shikimic acid is actually the precursor that's used to manufacture Tamiflu. Um, Tamiflu is an antiviral that's sold by pharmaceutical companies. So you can get the precursor to it from pine needle tea. Among other things. There, there's other herbs that also contain shikimic acid, like star anise contains it. But pine needles are one of the sources. Some other herbal actions that can be found from members of the pine and pine family include that they are analgesic, antibacterial, antifungal, anti-inflammatory, antimicrobial, antioxidant, antiseptic, antispasmodic, anti-tumor, antitussive, antiviral, highly aromatic, astringent. They are a bronchodilator, which means they're good for your respiratory system. They're decongestant, detoxifying, a disinfectant, a diuretic, an expectorant. That means it helps if you need to cough mucus out of your lungs. They're immunomodulating. They improve circulation. They can reduce blood clotting. They're invigorating. They help your lymphatic system. They're also relaxing. They can relieve nervous exhaustion and fatigue. They can relieve sore muscles. They're restorative and they're tonic. They sound like a miracle in a needle. Well, a pine needle. A pine needle, not that other kind of needle that we're trying to avoid. So I found out something amazing about the scents of pine, like pine essential oil or or even just the smell of, of like the pine needles on the Christmas tree or on the ground, like when you're stepping on them. And also this includes the scent of cedar, spruce, cypress. Just the smell is actually healing. As I was doing research for this podcast, I discovered dozens of scientific papers written in the last two to eight years by scientists in Japan. And these papers looked at the benefits of just being outside sitting in a pine forest environment. And just two hours of sitting in this space once a week or even once a month had some amazing health effects. And the health effects of that single forest visit lasted up to seven days to even an entire month for the people doing the visit. That's amazing. Now, I have the privilege of walking my puppy every morning alongside a short river trail that has a bunch of ponderosa pines overlooking it. And with our first frost just happening right before we recorded this podcast, the ponderosas have released a lot of their spent needles from the previous year, which means the entire area is filled with fresh pine scent right now. It's amazing. And how do you feel when you're walking in that area? Definitely helps me feel a little bit more focused once I'm done the walk. So the fragrance of conifers has real health effects. Scientists found that shinrin-yoku, or forest bathing, actually lowers blood pressure. It reduces blood sugar levels. It reduces the stress hormones in the blood. It can increase feelings of relaxation and well-being. It can lift the mood. It also supports digestion, just smelling that pine scent. It improves sleep and it also increases natural killer T cells. It reduces cancer mortality. It causes cancer cells to to die. 
and it improves immune function without triggering any pre-existing autoimmune disease. And that's super important because we don't have a lot of herbs that can support immunity while at the same time not triggering uh, pre-existing autoimmune problems. And all of these benefits can be gotten naturally just by sitting in a natural pine forest and breathing in the natural essential oils that the trees are actively releasing around you. The other thing is, if you're out in the forest, you're also going to be exposed to the scents of the earth. And one of the things people have found with trying to make like essential oil blends to mimic the scent of the forest is that they're missing a very foundational base scent. And that's the scent of the naturally occurring mushrooms in the forest. Ah, and good those point. also have health benefits. The scent of the mycelium of the mushrooms actually has similar mood lifting benefits, which is why it's great to go into a natural forest. Scientists have even found that people who live close to forest environments have uh, lower death rates, even if they end up with cancer. They don't die as frequently as people that don't live near the forest. And they also found that they could mimic the experience of being in the forest simply by using pine essential oil or spruce or fir essential oil in a closed environment like a hotel room. And they could achieve some of the same health effects like lowering of blood pressure, um, stabilizing blood sugar levels, and relaxation and reduction of stress hormones. So even just the scent of the essential oils had very similar um, health effects. And if you use 100% natural cleaning products, some of those cleaning products will use pine essential oil as their scent base. However, artificial pine scented cleaners will not have any health benefits only ones that actually use real pine essential oil will. And you can make your own. Of course. You can make your own That's using half the fun. essential oils. You can also make your own cleaning products by infusing pine needles or spruce needles in something like uh, vinegar or vodka and then using that as a cleaning product. So there are many ways to get that beautiful pine scent in your home. One of the easiest ways though at this time of year is to get a natural Christmas tree. Just visit a Christmas tree farm. And, and if you don't want a Christmas tree, not everybody puts a Christmas tree in their house. You can use um, a table runner, um, table centerpiece, a, a pine needle wreath. And it's important that it's the needles and not just the pine cones because the pine cones don't have that scent. It all comes from the needles. If you are ready to start on your herbal journey to get to know herbs and make your own medicine, I've got the perfect next step for you. My membership, the DIY Herb of the Month Club, will help you get to know your herbal allies by studying one herb at a time. And we make a game of it. You will go on a 30-day journey with an assignment to do every day that will only take you 10 or 15 minutes. You'll go on a monthly quest to build your confidence so that you can learn to rely on your herbal allies. You'll invest just 5 to 15 minutes a day of hands-on guided exercises to gain knowledge of each month's herbal ally. You'll also learn how to grow, forage, or find each month's herb. 
You'll study the historical context of the medicinal and or culinary uses of each herb. You'll create a personal Materia Medica for long-term reference. You'll also study the modern scientific studies and evaluate their methodology and conclusions. And you'll engage your senses both logically and intuitively to get to know each herb really, really well so that you can use it confidently. So stir up some recipes with me and start using your new herbal allies for focused hands-on learning inside the DIY Herb of the Month Club. So I hope you'll decide to join me. The link is in the show notes. Now, going back to talking about the pine essential oil um, or spruce or fir, we use them interchangeably. Um, scientists found that they're also effective against MRSA and other antibiotic-resistant bacteria. Um, if people don't want know what MRSA stands for, can we define it? It's an anti- antibiotic-resistant <laughs> bacteria. Okay. So, um, and... As I said, pine essential oil, spruce, spruce bud for a needle, even clove and citrus essential oils have similar things. Now, the main um, scent molecule in pine essential oil is alpha-pinene, but there's also D-limonene in it, which is in citrus. So there's a lot of interchange. So that's why citrus has some of the same benefits, because pine actually has some of that citrus scent in it. And doctors in Scotland have actually started prescribing walks in the forest to patients. After all, it's that effective. Since just smelling conifers, pines and evergreens can have uplifting effects on mood and boosting effects on the immune system, there's no reason not to take a forest walk this winter, or several. You might need snowshoes. Or snow boots and snow gear, depending on where you are. Now, what about if you live someplace like Southern California or Florida, where they might not necessarily have snow, is the pine there still effective, do you think? I believe pine in those areas will be just as effective. It still has many of the same compounds. There might be some slight differences in the compound structure in the pines in different areas, but your local pine trees will have the same mood-boosting and uplifting effects as our pines here in the north. I mean, the key is, does it smell? If it smells like a Christmas tree, then it has all those health effects. Just don't eat it if it's not organically grown. And any evergreen area or forest or walkway or path, a lot of people have hedges made out of evergreens. Any of those areas can work for a forest walk. Even if you're in the middle of the city, you can sit under an evergreen tree in the local park. So we should clarify, though, that even though all of the scented pine family trees are great, they're not all useful for um, making pine needle tea. And we want to just distinguish that. It's really important if you're going to harvest local pine trees that you do make a positive identification of the tree that you're harvesting from. To know one, is it a pine tree? It might not be a pine tree. And there are a few trees that are, that are dangerous or toxic that you don't want to be harvesting from. So ones that are usually safe include spruce, fir, yellow pine, white pine, and maybe some of your other local pine trees. Ones you should avoid include 
yew and hemlock trees. These do not have proper cones usually. And they also have dark green flat leaves. They will have a slight pine scent, but the scent is different to that of regular pine. And you also want to avoid Norfolk pine. And Norfolk pine, you that's that one that has the really small needles and the branches are really bristly looking. It's often sold as a potted Christmas tree. Um, those are not safe to ingest, although they're fine to smell. And if you happen to be expecting or trying to become expecting, you should avoid ingesting ponderosa pine and jack pine due to a risk of miscarriage. But smelling is perfectly fine. Just smelling is Don't perfectly drink fine. Tea. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about why you would make tea out of pine needles and is there any benefits? So some of the benefits are that it's detoxing, high in vitamin C. It gets rid of spike proteins. Gets rid of spike proteins. That's one of the main. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also helpful if you're starting to, if you're feeling like a cold or flu coming on. I always recommend people go to elderberries, but not everybody likes elderberries or maybe you don't have elderberries accessible. Um, so pine needle is a great substitute. Though it is a slightly an acquired taste. If you just want the inhalation benefits, you can always put essential oils in a diffuser or in a personal salt inhaler. Um, you can even just make the pine needle tea and sit and breathe it in, breathe in the steam. You can make a steam directly out of the pine needles. Maybe along with some citrus and cinnamon? That would be really Christmassy. Now, yeah, I was just going to say, that sounds like Christmas. <laughs> it's It's also nice to have that scent going in your house, like even if you don't have a Christmas tree. Um, having some pine needles and maybe some orange peel and some cinnamon sticks in some water just simmering on the stove for the scent. Works really well if you have a wood stove. So let's talk about this tea because there's a couple ways to make tea. Now one way is just the normal way that you'd make tea and you do want to take the needles and cut them small, chop them up, or put, them through, work best. or put them through a blender even just to get them very fine. You don't want to powder, you want it just kind of coarsely ground. Um, and then you can put it in a tea ball or you can put it in the screen infuser in a teapot. Um, that's one way to make the tea. And you want to steep it covered for about five to 10 minutes before you drink it. And you want to keep it covered because that keeps the essential oils in your cup. That's right. Instead of in the air. That's right. Because you, you want to retain all those beautiful fragrant essential oils. Now, there is another way too to make it. And if you're trying to detox from the spike protein or from anything, the other way to do it is to take that same ground tea and to use a mocha pot and to put it in the in the coffee basket of the mocha pot and then um, drive water through with pressure using the mocha pot. And you get a little bit more of the shikimic acid that way. Um, than just making a normal cup of pine needle tea. And it's a great way to to get all of that detox benefit. So if you're if you're having the tea for enjoyment or relaxation or if you're using it just for the respiratory benefits or the vitamin C, just making a normal cup of tea is fine. If you're looking for that detox, um, you get a, a more potent product by putting it in a mocha pot and putting it through with a little steam pressure. So we've been talking about the benefits of Christmas trees, pine needles, and pine essential oil. 
and how you can incorporate them into your health practices in your home. In the next episode, we're going to be talking about digestive and culinary herbs. But in the meantime, we'd like to send you to the Joy Belief Farm post on pine needle tea so that you can get more information. There's some links to some of the studies we referenced today, and I think you'll enjoy that article. Either make yourself a cup of pine needle tea this week, or go for a walk and sit under pine trees for 30 minutes. Either one works. So thank you for helping me with today's episode, Sarah, and thank you listeners for listening. Be sure to check out that post, the Pine Needle Tea post. The link is in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And as always, please like and subscribe. Bye for now.